Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, everybody. This is Rabbi Ben Kramer, and we are today on Daf Mem in Masechet Shabbat, uh, Daf 40. And uh, most of the Daf is taken up with sugyot about heating water on Shabbat. Uh, and uh, so instead of uh, looking at any of these uh, sugyot in particular, I thought that, that uh, we would just focus uh, on uh, three uh, halachic concepts that appear uh, on today's Daf. Uh, as we've seen on the past uh, few dapim, the Talmud is less interested in uh, determining uh, the law than in sort of discussing the law. And these discussions uh, almost always involve uh, exploring the application of, of certain halachic concepts. Uh, and these halachic concepts uh, are, uh, are part of what defines sort of the rabbinic community, uh, right? Rabbis uh, in the Talmudic uh, period and also in our own day, uh, may disagree, for example, about how one permissibly heats water on Shabbat without violating the prohibition against cooking. Uh, but everyone agrees in the concept, right, that there are these 39 forbidden labors and that one of them uh, is uh, is cooking. So the halachic concepts are really uh, the foundation uh, uh, for m- much of the discussion in the Talmud and uh, and uh, really the, the, uh, the points of agreement uh, among uh, among the rabbis, uh, although they obviously disagree on on application and the, and the details. In any event, uh, we find on our daf today three uh, three important legal concepts that appear uh, that appear in, in many places in the Talmud and obviously in subsequent uh, in subsequent halachic literature. Uh, the first one is the concept of yad soledet bo, uh, which means uh, hand recoils from it. Uh, and this is applied on our daf uh, to uh, to heating water or food on Shabbat. Right, you're not allowed to uh, to heat water. Uh, heating is uh, is is uh, the temp- it means cooking. Right, they're sort of uh, they're sort of synonymous. In other words, uh, to heat when the when when the Gemara refers to heating water, it means heating the water to the temperature at which it will cook things. Uh, and that temperature is Yad Soledipo, the temperature at which, were you to stick your hand in it, uh, automatically, instinctually, uh, you would re- your hand would recoil uh, from it. So it's interesting because, like a lot of these uh, uh, measurements uh, in the in the Talmud, this one is is clearly subjective, right? Uh, I mean, I suppose there's a certain range at which we all sort of experience pain, uh, but I don't know. Some people like uh, you know can tolerate hotter temperatures than others. Uh, and so it's uh, it's fairly subjective. Remember, the thermometer wasn't invented until uh, the 17th century, I think. Uh, so uh, you know they had no way to, to, I suppose, be any more precise than this. Uh, but uh, so that was the the standard. Uh, so when we're talking about heating things to uh, heating things to a level uh, of uh, to which it's forbidden to heat things, once you hit Yad Soledipo, that's uh, that's the cutoff line. Uh, in our own day, of course, in in uh, keeping with our uh, our halachic obsessiveness, uh, you know, various uh, various post scheme, various uh, 
halachic uh, decisors uh, have, have tried to, to nail down the exact temperature of Yad Tzeleripo. Uh, in general, it ranges between 110 degrees and, and 160 degrees. Uh, uh, so, uh, so there you have that. The next, uh, the next legal concept is Kliachar Yad, which uh, means as if with the back of the hand. Uh, it's sort of a funny expression, but what it really means is when you do something in an, in an unusual way. Right. Uh, forbidden activities on Shabbat have to meet a number of criteria in order to be biblically prohibited. And one of uh, one of the criteria is that they have to be done in the normal way. Right. If you do uh, something in an unusual way, uh, chances are it's still prohibited, but only prohibited rabbinically, not biblically. So on our daf, uh, this comes up because uh, the Tanakama. Uh, of a baraita says that warming oil is considered cooking, right? Warming oil is considered cooking, and that's forbidden. And then Rabbi Shimon comes along and basically says the same thing, which is strange. And the Gemara points that out, and it says, wait a minute, the Tanakhama already told us that warming oil is considered cooking, and now Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, uh, I think I said Rabbi Shimon before, but I meant Rabbi Sh- Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, and now Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel comes and says the exact same thing. So uh, what's the point of that? And the Gemara responds by saying, no, they're not actually saying the same thing, even though it seems that way. There's a difference between them. And the difference between them is when one warms the oil, kliachar yad, right? That is when one warms the oil in some unusual way. In that case, the understanding is that Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel uh, permits you uh, to do that. And... Uh, the unusual way, just based on the on the, the statements before that, it, it, in this case is is rather than heating the oil in its container, uh, anointing yourself first with the oil and then standing in front of a fire uh, and and heating the oil that way. That is uh, not the normal way of heating oil, and therefore, uh, uh, at least Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel uh, doesn't uh, he allows it. The third and final halacha concept that appears on uh, on our daf is the concept of a klisheni. Klisheni means a secondary vessel. Uh, and this comes up in the middle of Amud Bet. Uh, and there's a, there's a story there about Rebbe who wants to warm oil using water in a bath. Right, the, the bath water is very hot and he has this jar of oil and he wants to warm it up. Uh, and... Uh, you know, you would just normally put the uh, put the container sort of into the water, uh, but he's worried uh, that, that the water is so hot that it might cook the oil uh, by heating the oil to the level of Yad Saletipo. Uh So he fills a secondary vessel, a klisheni, with the water from the bath and then puts the oil container into that klisheni. Gamara comments on this. On this uh, on this episode, by saying we learn from this from the behavior of Rebbe that klisheni enomevashel that there is no cooking in a klisheni, right? You cannot cook in a secondary vessel. Now, this is a legal principle, not a factual principle. Right? It's an important distinction. In other words, uh, it's not saying that uh, water in a klisheni uh, doesn't have the the actual physical ability to cook. Right. If you take boiling water from a pot, which would be a kli rishon, and pour it into a klisheni, it's still boiling. It's still above the level of yad zoletipo. It's not that somehow the water magically cools down in an instant uh, and doesn't cook. It's a legal principle. It means that regardless of uh, the temperature, once the water goes into a klisheni, it isn't legally considered 
uh, able to cook. Uh, now, like almost every rule that you will find, uh, there, there are some exceptions to this rule. Uh, items, for instance, that are considered kaleha uh, bishul, items that are easily cooked, uh, uh, don't fall into this, uh, into this uh, category of, of things that can't be cooked in a klishini, right? According to many, uh, many opinions, well, many opinions in a certain part of the world, uh, tea leaves, uh, for example, are considered easily cooked, and therefore they can be cooked in a klisheni. Uh, I only mention this because uh, because perhaps you've seen uh, those uh, Jewish people who, uh, who, when they're making tea on Shabbat, will pour water from sort of the kumkum, the, the, the water urn, into a uh, teacup, and then take that teacup and pour the water into another teacup, right, from the kliri shown of the urn, to the klisheni of a teacup, into a klishlishi of another cup, and then put their tea bag into that uh, into that second cup, which is a klishlishi. Uh, that's that's uh, that's the case there. Uh, however, it should be noted that uh, the Talmud does not make any mention of a klisheni. Uh, excuse me, of a klishlishi. Uh, the Talmud makes no mention of a klishlishi, uh, nor do any uh, of the major rishonim. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.